Welcome to the Advancing Women Podcast, where ambitious women come together to challenge the status quo, advance their careers, and up-level their lives. The Advancing Women Podcast is hosted by gender equity expert and executive coach, Dr. Kimberly D. Simone. Welcome, warriors, to the Advancing Women Podcast. This is a podcast for ambitious women, but it is also very much a podcast that every man that works with women should listen to. I am Dr. Kimberly D. Simone, your host, and I'm going to share just a little bit about myself in this first episode. Gender equity and advancing women is my expertise and my great passion. I have a PhD in leadership. My research focuses on women navigating advancement and the leadership pipeline. I've been researching and publishing in this area for almost two decades. As an executive coach, I coach people who want to advance and up-level their careers, but most often I coach highly qualified, high-performing, talented women who, despite a host of strategies to get ahead, having the motivation, having the drive, having the ambition, still feel stuck. I'm a tenured university professor and researcher and the director of our master's in leadership program. And in that program, I teach... I mentor, I coach, and advise professional graduate students in many areas and disciplines of leadership, but always with a focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and especially the advancement of women and other underrepresented groups. In addition to my doctorate in leadership, I have a master's in organizational psychology and a master's in business administration. These disciplines all kind of come together and inform the process of understanding the way organizations think and behave, the way people respond, think, and behave within organizations, and how this relates to goals and desired outcomes, but also how societal, cultural, and organizational structures impact those desired outcomes. Prior to my move to academia, before I became a scholar warrior, I spent a decade in corporate America myself, you know, navigating advancement in the Fortune 500. So I have navigated that uh, pipeline. I've lived it. I've seen women live it. I've researched about it for a long time. I have been there and I also study it. So it's a combination of theory and scholarship, but also a real understanding and a lived experience myself from that realm. One important distinction of this podcast is that it is grounded in the scientific study of the lived experience of women in the workforce. So you hear me integrating evidence-based theories and best practices, but very much in plain language and within the context of the pragmatic implications, what it means to you in your everyday life, in your advancement journey, in achieving those goals. You will take away learning and advancement tools, but these tools are grounded in the scientific theories and frameworks so you can put these ideas into actions. A lot of people have opinions. It's really important that we can distinguish what we know from what we think and use that to put into practice action that will help us in our advancement and help us in navigating our up-leveling and advancement in our lives. There is so much research that confirms unique 
limitations and barriers and obstacles that are present for women wanting to advance, especially within those top level. And when I say top level, I'm talking about high paying, highly sought after roles, roles of influence, places where decisions are being made. This podcast will tackle the barriers and beliefs that keep talented, ambitious, go-getter women like yourselves from advancing to positions of power, pay, and prestige. It is all about helping women claim their rightful seat at the table. Although we will discuss the inequities and barriers, this is not a place for victim mentality, and I don't want anyone to think that. This is a podcast where pragmatism meets empathy. So yes, we have to be practical about the realities and we can't just sit here and say, well, this isn't unfair, but at the same time, we need to be empathetic and understand that we don't always have to carry the weight of all of these inequities on our shoulders. This podcast is where pragmatism meets empathy and the mantra that you're going to hear and that guides everything we talk about at the Advancing Women podcast is, it's not your fault but it is your problem. And what do we mean by that? It's not your fault. There are barriers and biases and the good old boys club and all types of social and structural uh, barriers in place that you have no blame in and in no way are fair or equitable for you. That said, It is your problem because those wanting to advance do have to, in fact, transcend in spite of those barriers. This mantra has emerged in large part from false dilemma fallacy. It is so prevalent, um, it too often divides women who ultimately have the same goal for women to thrive and advance in every area of their lives, professionally and personally. So what is the false dilemma fallacy and what does it mean to you? The false dilemma fallacy is a logic fallacy that misleads by presenting complex issues in terms of two inherently opposed sides. And the problem with that is it oversimplifies. It fails to acknowledge a full spectrum of possible stances. It's not an either or. The false dilemma fallacy asserts that there are only two mutually exclusive outcomes, and that itself is a false premise. It is an oversimplification of a very complex issue, and issues of women's advancement are too often oversimplified. You get these five-point Google search bullets, you know, five ways to advance in your career, and that's just such an oversimplification of an incredibly complex system structures that really need to be understood uh, at a much deeper level. So what are the two opposing sides presented in the false dilemma fallacy as it relates to this podcast? Well, on one side of the debate and and even the research about uh, advancing women, you've got this kind of advocacy power position, the smash the patriarchy type of ideology advocating for the deconstruction of the patriarchy and a system that has historically benefited and privileged men is a big part of what we hear. And it can be inspiring and it can be empowering, but the opposition to the ideology tends to position this way of thinking and this mindset as a victim mentality uh, that somehow complaining and turning over your power to circumstances that are out of your control doesn't serve you. And I think that there's some truth in that. That said, That message is important. It is important to hold this tasteful construct 
up to the light to name them and to talk about the inequity of them. But on the other side, uh, kind of the direct opposition, if we're looking at a false dilemma fallacy and saying, well, we've got the smash the patriarchy group over here. On the other side, we've got what I call the suck it up buttercup group, right? The pragmatic to a fault ideology. Why waste time talking about inequity when we should just be doing what we have to do to transcend those barriers? And this is often positioned as empowerment. That said, it can unfortunately reinforce a narrative that this is a man's world and they make the rules. Those who wish to survive must adapt. And here again is the problem with the false dilemma fallacy, the premise that it's one or the other. Smash the patriarchy or suck it up buttercup. And the truth is, it's actually both. Of course, part of women's advancement is challenging assumptions about gender differences that create barriers, the descriptive and prescriptive stereotypes, and I mean the stereotypes that describe what men and women are like, and the prescriptive stereotypes that prescribe what men or women should be like, we need to to talk about that. We need to acknowledge that reality, and we need to think about what that means for women's advancements. It empowers us to advocate against inequity and the status quo. And as we do this, it creates legitimacy in terms of the need to create a more equitable advancement landscape. But alone, it can feel daunting, even leave you feeling helpless or like the problem is just too big to transcend and there's just no way you're ever going to win and you might as well resign yourself to it. And that doesn't serve us either. And of course, on the you know pragmatic suck it up buttercup side, as they say in Vegas, the house always wins. So too often, and the research shows this, and we'll talk about this over and over again, unfortunately, too often people do the things, all the things, the sucking it up, and uh, it, it leaves women feeling disheartened and stuck. You've done all the things and been some. You've worked twice as hard for less. You've followed all the advice on how to advance, and still it doesn't pan out. And you're sitting there rubbing your head and you're saying, I don't understand. I've done all the things. Why am I not seeing the promise at the end of that? And again, I go back to the house always wins. When we play by rules that aren't meant for us to win, we often don't. And I have found in my research and in the research of many, many feminist uh, leadership scholars that the whole dilemma in general can be very upsetting and can lead to an almost overcorrection, right? So what happens is we as women have been steadfast, fed a diet of you are in control of your own destiny, own your power. All of these mantras and media messages disguised as empowerment, but ultimately end up placing the blame for women's lack of advancement on the shoulders of the women themselves failing to recognize the many well-entrenched and persistent structural, social, cultural, and organizational embedded biases and barriers which actually serve to hold talented and capable, highly qualified women back. The fallacy, of course, is that these ideologies are opposed versus two sides of the same coin. We need to understand and advocate against the inequities Absolutely. But we also need to be practical in our everyday actions to ensure that we have the right mindset, the right skill set, and the right tool set to advance, thrive, and transcend. But we can, we must 
do so without owning the blame, without carrying the weight of the inequities on our shoulders. Hence the mantra that guides the podcast. It's not your fault, but it is your problem. So you do need to accept this reality, but you don't need to own the blame. A lot of this particular mantra is the mindset piece coming from a place of empathy. And that is critical. This podcast is where empathy meets pragmatism. Empathy, it is not your fault. Pragmatism, but it is your problem. You know, I I published a study where I did a series of one-hour interviews with uh, over a dozen women in a Fortune 100 company. And these women had been identified by leadership in their organization as top talent, high potential. These were highly educated, highly qualified, ambitious women who were on track for advancement in their organization. I was so surprised as the interviews went on to hear how frequently women in the study internalized professional barriers to advancement as personal or self-imposed rather than organizational or societal. When I asked these ambitious warrior women what barriers they had experienced in their advancement journey, uh, they talked about difficulties with work-life balance and extreme expectations that come with advancement, you know, the 24-hour, seven-day-a-week availability and the travel and the lack of flexibility and being expected to be available whenever you're needed. But they still talked about this within the context of what they perceived to be self-imposed barriers. One woman said, I would not have personally taken steps back because it was the right thing for her personally, she would have been much higher in her organization. She said, I had a two-year-old and a six-month-old, so I personally had to take a step back so I could manage everything. Other women said things like, I think the barriers are self-imposed of my own accord because of my family needs. You know, I just, I wouldn't be able to do what I need to do for my family and other areas of my life if I were to take on those additional advancement roles. And that mindset is where a shift is needed. The barriers are real and they're problematic, but they are not women's fault. They're not self-imposed barriers. That is why this mantra is so important. We don't have to take the blame, but we do, of course, have to transcend. It's not your fault. It is your problem. There is a strong personal responsibility narrative to career advancement that is reinforced consistently in organizational messaging, advancement and training programs. And you've probably heard these messages that, that tend to have a very empowering surface level tone. You are the architect of your own life. You are the controller of your own destiny. We have these opportunities in the organization that are designed to help women advance. And so you hear this messaging that affirms that you are, in fact, the controller of your life. And if you just do all of the right things, that the outcomes will be there. And so much of this messaging in the media affirms that, even uh, with undertones of self-blame. When you hear things like just lean in, and I'm not knocking leaning in. I am a big Sandberg fan, uh, Sheryl Sandberg, and I think that there are great takeaways from leaning in and um, prioritizing certain things in your career. But sometimes the suggestion is that it's because you're not leaning in. 
I see books, articles, stop getting in your own way. Women are opting out to be with families. You need to learn to negotiate. It's in books, articles, news stories, training programs internally, everywhere you turn. Even in those women's advancement initiatives in organizations, this premise of how do we help fix women? It doesn't say let's help fix women, but you hear, you know, how do we help fix the things that are holding women back? And the answer is a host of personal character attributes that women are made to believe they are not doing well enough. And if they could just do them better, things like women lack assertiveness, they lack decisiveness, they don't negotiate. If women would just negotiate, you know why you're not getting the same money as men? Because you're not negotiating it. I'm sure everyone listening has heard that at some point, seen the articles, read the news stories, heard the presenters talking about, you've got to negotiate. And I'm not saying you don't. But hearing you lack decisiveness, you don't negotiate, you can't balance work and motherhood, the lack of desire for power. These are the type of messages that the media loves that gain so much traction. And the idea is that women are somehow broken or that we need to fix women and get them to where they need to be, that women can fix the problems for ourselves fix the women, fix the problem. And the truth is, it's about fixing the pipeline, more fixing the pipeline for advancement for women and less fixing the women. And let me say this loud and clear. This is critical. You are not broken. You do not need to be fixed. You are divinely talented and capable and qualified. Now, I'm all for empowerment. I'm all for um, being a part of our solution, but we do have to balance that empowerment packaging that bias is often wrapped in, that we can somehow mentor, sponsor, coach, and train our way to the top. It just fails to address the full complexity of the problem and all of the structural, organizational, social, cultural, societal barriers that are present for women. And yet, practically though, I get it. We have to persevere. We must transcend, but we don't have to be brainwashed about it. We don't have to own the flaw or the fault. We can have a system, organization, or a society that is inequitable and understand that without placing any of the blame on our shoulders. I said earlier that in this podcast, we're going to be focusing on the full complexity of advancement from mindset to skill set to tool set. Advancement is about what you think, what you know, and what you do. And you can enhance your skill set and tool set in ways that will be beneficial in overcoming biases and thriving despite, perhaps even because of your resilience to bias and inequity, your anti-fragility, your ability to advance and up-level your life despite, even because of all of the honing of the skills that were necessary. And we're going to talk about the kinds of skills and the types of tools that can help with advancement. But to transcend barriers, you do not have to subscribe to, how am I getting in my own way? You don't have to say, how is this my fault or how am I getting in my way to say, what things can I do? Even if sometimes those things are things I shouldn't have to do. Even if sometimes those things are so emotionally exhausting, you can think about it a little differently. We can transcend and thrive without carrying that weight 
that blame on our shoulders. And that is a critical mindset piece. It is absolutely okay, more than okay, advisable even to say that some sexist crap, some inequitable bullshit is going on right there. That is not my fault. And it is not something I should have to deal with. But unfortunately, I do have to deal with it. And luckily, I'm a badass, so I can. But I don't have to carry the weight of the blame of it. I am done with that. We need to be done thinking that there's something in us that we need to fix to be good enough because that is just not true. And some may see the distinction as semantics, right? But it's of paramount importance. That mantra, it's not my fault, but it is my problem, is not a victim mentality. It couldn't be further from a victim mentality. It is a warrior mentality. I will leave you each podcast with what I call a manifest statement. If you're going to spend time listening, how's it going to help? How's this going to manifest as I learn new things and understand things differently? How does that manifest tangibly and pragmatically in my life? So here it is. This week, today even, probably, but every day, you will likely, no doubt, encounter inequities, barriers, and biases. And you will simultaneously encounter blame disguised as empowerment. It is the wolf in sheep's clothing that suggests you need to either play the victim or suck it up. That false dilemma fallacy rearing its ugly head. And when this happens, do not turn that criticism inward. That is not a necessary step to advance. Remember the mantra that will allow you to persist and transcend without turning the blame inward. It's not your fault, but it is your problem. And we're going to work through that each week together. For more resources, you can visit my website, www.advancingwomenpodcast.com and connect on Instagram at advancingwomenpodcast. I love getting your feedback. So please email me at drdsimone at advancingwomenpodcast.com. I just want to thank Joe Jacobs, the audio warrior who wrote the music for this podcast, and a huge thanks to Heather Harris, the creative warrior who designed the Advancing Women podcast logo. And thanks to all of you for joining me here today.